can we talk out loud? Well, okay guys, right. So I've decided to just scrap the whole doing things perfectly and showing you guys like a great build up and intro to this because really and truly that's just not how life works and life hasn't worked out like that for me. I've been working on this for a little while now. Um, I've had so many different things work in my favour and not work in my favour and astrology you know has shown me that and taught me about where I'm going wrong and stuff so I decided that the first thing I was going to give you guys was the unfiltered behind the scenes kind of shit to like how this shit works and to having a creative idea and really you know putting it out there to the world and showing how it works and it's it's mad because I started this and I was I'm such a perfectionist I was like I'm gonna do it like this I'm gonna do it like that it's gonna be perfect um I'm gonna do it on these dates and here I am you know Mercury retrograde yeah if you know by you know and I'm starting this podcast and look, unfiltered, like <laughs> green screen in the background, no graphics, nothing, nothing is perfected like the way I wanted it to be perfected. So I'm just going to give you guys like the basic behind the scenes and just unfiltered version of how this podcast is going to go and how it's going to grow moving forward. Um, so yeah, so the podcast is Can We Talk? You'll be able to, Can We Talk Out Loud, excuse me. You'll be able to find Can We Talk Out Loud on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Music, um, most podcast stations. Guys, I'm new to this, so remember like I'm still figuring out where everything goes, but you'll be able to find the visuals on YouTube and then I'm hoping to get the audio on all the audio stations that there are possible. Um, so, yeah, so, so basically where we're at is that, where I'm at is that I'm starting this podcast and I want to be able to talk to you guys about astrology. But not only astrology, like, I want to make it like, you know, like that film um, where the, 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 oh, I don't know how to say it, but that gorilla film, there was a gorilla film and the, the gorilla's name was Amy and he was, the, the, the teacher was basically able to teach Amy how to um, communicate with humans with human beings and Amy did a great job of that yeah let me just fix this shit see look look all of this behind the scenes shit this is what happens behind the scenes because I'm really trying to just get this shit together but anyway so with Amy right um he was able to teach Amy how to communicate with humans so my thing is like I need to find this film. If you guys remember, drop down in the comments and tell me what the film is, like, because I love that film as well. But his thing was that he was able to teach Amy how to communicate with humans. And my thing is that 
with astrology, whether you believe in it or not, it's factual. It's it, there's so much evidence to prove that astrology exists and has existed long before a lot of the things that you have been taught about life and about believing in certain things. It's not witchcraft. It's not not that there's a problem with witchcraft, but it's not any of those things. It's a very it's a tool it's something that you can use to move forward in your life to understand your life to understand the people in your life um to understand what's going on in your life you know and with that tool a tool is always a great thing right it, it's something that is there to aid you in moving forward in life um or in your current situation and I think that a lot of people get turned off by astrology because they don't actually understand it they don't nobody has really been able to show them or teach them exactly what astrology is like you know and I think when you have that not to say that people are ignorant but when you have that level of lack of understanding and and ignorance then a lot of things can become astrology in particular can become scary can become something that you don't want to conform to or you don't want to understand you don't want to take on board and i'm here to say to people like astrology has done wonders for me right like wonders because I've been able to interpret myself and people in a correct light. And I've been able to make a lot of things happen for myself under the understanding of astrology. If I didn't have that understanding, then I don't know what life would have been like for me and you know a lot of people have got a lot of people go through life without having an understanding of astrology and that's absolutely fine um I can only speak for myself for me it just grounds me it gives me guidance it once I learned it and I learned it a very long time ago but you know uh, the thing is with astrology is that you keep on learning it's not something that you just learn today and you understand tomorrow like you're continuously learning 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 about astrology and one of the greatest things about it for me especially in this day and age is that with twitter and facebook you have so many people that are able to talk about astrology and have their own interpretation and there's a lot of people that don't agree with their interpretations but there's a lot of people that do and it just shows me that yes astrology has a blueprint a <clears throat> fundamental understanding of how the universe works in that aspect but being able to <clears throat> relate to that and express that feeling to other people and that understanding to other people is isn't something that is easy and 
takes a lot of time and understanding. So when somebody is able to express astrology to the masses, for instance, or even just a single individual and allow that individual to see a side that they haven't seen, usually brings a lot of knowledge and power to that individual. And not to toot my own horn, but as Lisa and sister sister said, ah, uh, to ah, uh, beep beep, okay, right? So ah, to to ah, beep beep to me, bitch. I know exactly how to talk to you about astrology. I know how to break down your transits. I know how to break down your chart. I know how to break down so many different things regarding astrology help you to understand yourself people around you what you're doing why you're not doing why things are difficult why they're great for you right now you know the the havoc and the the harmony the havoc and the harmony basically i'm able to look at your chart and help you understand exactly what's going on so being that this is raw and unfiltered, um, guys, bear with me. I'm just going to, like, figure this shit out as I go along because everything that I've planned um, regarding wanting to put a first video out hasn't gone the way I wanted it to go. And I, I put it down to Mercury Retrograde honestly all right so guys if you don't know mercury retrograde mercury is the planet that in all of our charts mercury rules communication uh devices technology uh those basic things timing it, uh, on a small scale uh, timing on a small scale so when it's in retrograde, it's like all of those things are fucked up. So right now, my devices don't want to work the way they're supposed to work. Like, I already had, I had to, my phone wiped this week and I had to restore all the information. Thank God I had everything backed up. Um, Travelling places has been an issue. Like, uh, the bus will say... Uh, on my bus app, it will say the bus is due in four minutes, but then the driver will decide to pull up at that bus stop or that train stop two minutes early and leave before what the bus app actually says. And you'll have all of those kind of communication issues, you know, sending emails to somebody and that email gets misconstrued. They don't understand what you're saying. It, it, it's not delivered at the right time. Just being able to do things that you would normally do that come with forward. And, and a lot of our lives are engrossed in having our devices run our life with communication. So not being able to do that or having difficulties doing that just makes things a lot difficult, guys. I need to sip my drink because I feel like I was going way off the rails. So with Mercury retrograde, the things that Mercury rules, like look it up, Google it, 
you know, inbox me, talk to me, ask me questions, and I'm I'm happy to to explain what Mercury retrograde does. But it's one of those things where during a Mercury retrograde season, guys, you're like, you don't want to buy a new device, like a new iPhone, a new Mac, a new computer, a new anything te technological. You don't want to sign for a house or you don't want to sign for big purchases or buy big purchases because nine times out of ten what 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 happens is is that mercury retrograde will teach you to know that when you're signing those things or doing those things during that time you're gonna think about it weeks later and that device may not work or it may not fit in your household or the email that you sent where it was misconstrued is is now being understood like it's such a head fuck chaotic time so you want to be very careful with doing things during this time so yeah with the mercury retrograde what's happened with me is that i have tried to buy my music my intro music um Get the necessary technological equipment to sort out this podcast. Um, buy all of the stuff. And it's just all gone fucking wrong. Like, as I say, like, don't make plans because plans don't really work out for you like that. Like, don't do it. So, for me, I just decided that maybe that, that this is the route I was supposed to go. If I'm going to, like, put something out on February 11th right like during <laughs> ah during a time where Venus and Jupiter are doing things in Aquarius like conjunct in Aquarius I might as well put out like the real raw unfiltered stuff about it so that's what I'm doing and now that you guys have an understanding, expect the next episode to be a lot more structured, a lot more, a lot more of, you know, the graphics, the great audio, the like, you know, the clapping, the applause, the cheer, all of the things like that when you're like actually recording a professional podcast, the great lighting, like... Expect all of those things. Because right now it's it's a bit janky. It's a bit it's a bit ghetto bitch. It's a bit ghetto. Anyway, but we're here. We move. We move. Right. So let's talk about the first segment. The first segment is gonna be me talking about the astrology of the week of the week so i'm gonna basically talk about what's happening in in the sky um for the next week or so and show you guys kind of what the energy is and how the energy is going to be for the next few days excuse me and um let you guys kind of have a feel for what people generally 
or genuinely are doing day to day that we're all a part of like the collective, like a collective reading, if you will, for the week. Um, now, of course, the collective reading for the week is something that will allow you, once you understand astrology, to look for those planets or degrees or the things that I'm talking about in your personal birth chart. So if I say that today, for instance, it's a new moon and the new moon is in Aquarius, you will then go and do the research and look up where is Aquarius in my birth chart? What I'm saying then should resonate to that area of your birth chart and give you more understanding because it's very, it, although it's general, it's still not something that can be um, thrown around easy in the sense that if you don't understand it, uh, what I'm saying is going to just like, it's going to frazzle your brain. And that's not the case. Like, it, it's not supposed to frazzle your brain. Like, <laughs> so again, if you don't understand anything or you have any questions, drop down in the comments, message me, talk to me. Like, we'll figure it out together. I will explain things to you. I will be doing personal readings and, and things like that in the future. But right now, it's the raw, unfiltered astrology, pop culture, can we talk out loud shit? Okay, all right. So let's look at some of this stuff. This week, we have a... We have a full, uh, a new moon, apologies. We have a new moon in Aquarius on February 11th. The day this, the day this pod comes out. So I've gone to terrynason.com. Shout out to Terry Nason. She's so on point. And I'm going to give you guys a description of what's happening February 11th and what it means it's the new moon in Aquarius at 23 degrees people so look up 23 degrees in your in your birth chart because that's gonna that's gonna tell you if this energy sextiles trines conjuncts squares parts of your chart and where it's squaring parts of your chart and only you guys know that only you guys can look at your your birth time your birth chart into your birth time look at things like that and basically understand where this new moon energy resonates for you right so on the on february 11th we have the new moon in aquarius it's a great time to start fresh and do something exciting. A windfall and money made through your career, business or professional life are very favourable. What a time to start new projects. Now, what that is basically saying is that 
starting new projects and starting new things in in, in your life um is there there's a lot of good energy for that right now there's something that you should be doing trying to start new things you know 2020 has been awful for a lot of us and it's not something that you um need to focus on i guess because 2020 is behind us and in 2021 we're already starting off with a new moon in aquarius and there's so many planets in aquarius and let me give you a little bit of a background with aquarius aquarius is the sign that rules humanitarianism it's lofty it's very intellectual it's very caring for the people but at at the same time being an individual in the process so wherever aquarius lands in your birth chart that that's where you should be starting anew you should be trying to move forwards in your life because what you're going to see what you start now is going to manifest and it's going to manifest for the greatest in the next six months within the next six months so you really want to be starting with Finding out where Aquarius is in your chart and manifesting a new beginning because there's a lot of abundance and there's a lot of great energy for you to begin anew in that area of your life, right? So that is February 11th. The next few days, we basically have um, Chinese New Year is, is February 12th. So, Chinese New Year is the year of the ox. I want to say the metal ox, guys. I could be wrong. But I want to say it's the year of the metal ox. But what you want to do is you want to look up your... What I find great about Chinese astrology is that... Look it up and look for your favourite colours. Chinese astrology always gives me my favourite colours for the year. My luckiest colours, like my luckiest numbers, um, my luckiest directions. So say I live in central London, uh, Chinese astrology will say to me, live in northwest, live in southeast, live here for favourable energy uh, for yourself That in that direction. So look that up, you know. That's, that Chinese astrology is a big thing as well. It's not something that everybody is into. It's just like everybody's not into astrology, but look it up. You know, see what what your sign is and what your what's going on for you. Me, I'm a fire rabbit. So in the year of the metal ox, I am supposed to have not the greatest of great stuff going on, but... I, I definitely have a determination and a fire and an energy to move my life forward and have it stable and have it solid and secure. And that's what it means for me. And yeah, that's right. Like, that's definitely what I want to achieve out of this year, like more of a, a solid foundation. So look up what your Chinese zodiac sign is and figure it out from there. Again, I'm here, guys. Drop down in the comments, message me, let's talk about it. Like, we will get into it. No problem. I will help you figure out these things about yourself. So, 
the Chinese New Year is February 12th, guys. Okay. So it's one day after the new moon in Aquarius. So February 13th, we have uh, Mercury retrograde in Aquarius conjunct Venus in Aquarius. So not only do we have the Mercury retrograde, like with difficulties with our communication and our transportation and how we live our, you know, normal parts of our life daily, we have Venus basically conjuncting that which can be a good thing and it can also be a bad thing i mean venus conjuncting a retrograde mercury can can bring things like you're running really late to work and you think you're going to be late to work like and it's stressing you out and then you happen to catch that bus or that train that keeps you on time. Do you know what I mean? Or say, for instance, your partner is going to propose to you and you don't want him to propose to you right now or her to propose to you right now. And they propose to you with Venus conjunct Mercury retrograde. It's going to be like, you see the ring you like but it's just not the right time. You're just like, no, I, I don't want that right now. I love you, I care for you. This ring is beautiful, but why are you gonna do it right now? Don't do it right now. Like, it's like that. It's like having a lot of what you like and what you want, but not when you like it and <laughs> when you want it. <laughs> it's like that. So, be, be mindful of that when things, uh, if you get anything happen on the 13th of this month, be be have that mindfulness about yourself where you're just like, okay, this is not maybe what I want or how I want it, but it's happening right now. And give yourself time, you know, let Mercury retrograde pass, let Venus sextile which we'll get into, which is another explanation, but we'll get into it. Let Venus sextile this point in a couple of months and see how you feel about said situation, you know? So just be mindful. It's great. It's very positive. It's something that you should not be dismissing and just throwing away on the 13th. Like, whatever comes around on the 13th, it may be not how you want it, but... Take it on board, see how it goes and revisit it in a couple of months. And I'll be here, you know, we'll talk about it in a couple of months time. So that's the 13th, guys. Uh, 14th, Valentine's Day. I wish all of the lovers, all of the lovers, since you're a lover or if you're a lover, I wish all of you a happy Valentine's Day. Because love is love. And you should be feeling happy and connected and respected and enjoyed by somebody else. You know, you're not just here on this planet to 
not be appreciated by anybody, you know, as much as there's people that we don't get along with or we don't like or that energy may be running rife in our life. Running rife in our life, bitch. Let me not even create a rap song from that. But as much as the energy may be running rife in our life, you are here to be loved and you are here to be respected and treated nicely by people and feel like you're on the same page with, with people. So Valentine's Day to me, as much as it's like a hallmark holiday, you know, buy a card, buy roses, blah, 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 blah. We've all had that experience. What it really and truly to me is about is just appreciating who you are and the love that you give to the world and the love that you receive from that. So if you're getting all of that positive love or you can give all of that positive love to anybody give it on the 14th fucking give it just give it bitch it's nothing stopping you you're not going to be any less of a person by loving people showing them respect appreciating them understanding them sending them flowers cards chocolate no don't let anybody say that you're not you're any less of a person because you show love you're not love Love. Everybody say love. Love. <laughs> love. Right. On the 15th and 16th is President's Day on the 15th. Mardi Gras on the 16th. On the 17th, we have Saturn in Aquarius, square Uranus in Taurus. Right, guys. So Saturn is all about limitations, restrictions, blockages and Uranus is all about liberation freedom uh you know electricity vibes like so when those two polar opposite energies square each other you can expect a day of depending on where these these transits fall in people's chart you can pretty much expect a day of people just being assholes about certain things. Like they may be an arsehole about how they spend their money. They may be an arsehole about how they receive money. They may be an arsehole about how they give love. They may be an arsehole about how they receive love. It depends on where it falls in their chart. But just expect like an over indulgent but yet restrictive energy to how people react that day like they're just gonna be like uh, scenario wise if i give you guys a scenario it'd be like you and your partner your partner always wanting to buy a certain thing for your household like say your partner says i'm always gonna buy friday night takeaway and that's like the way it goes and then friday night comes along and the takeaway comes and you usually order the same thing and yet your partner says yeah i don't want to buy that takeaway and i don't want to buy that takeaway for this reason and that reason and then it's just like out of nowhere, just these blocks 
for why they don't want to do what you normally do. So expect them out of the ordinary blocks and bullshit from people that you know and love, you know? Because it, it happens in life. It's just the way life goes. Shit gets awkward sometimes. And people decide to change their mind about things. And that's absolutely okay. So just let that happen. Um... On the 18th, the sun enters Pisces, right? So, guys, I'm going to leave it on this regarding the week of astrology, right? So, this is all a test and stuff like that, right? So, I'm just giving you tea and, and <laughs> how I want to structure this show and give you guys some understanding. Um, so, sun enters Pisces. So, sun rules our energy, our essence. It's who we are when people meet us, you know? Uh, our energy, our, our life force. Um, so when the sun the, the the sun enters a sign like Pisces, Pisces is all about art and feelings and emotions and connectivity and understanding one another and going back and forward about emotional issues until there's a resolution so when our the sun our life force our energy enters a sign like that collectively what happens is that the the energy of the world tends to become more about how can we take care of one another how can we understand one another how can we appreciate one another how can we make one another see each other through art through you know music and painting and dance and acting and all of the things that are to do with art how can we really understand one another through those mediums so expect for the next four weeks once the sun enters uh pisces for the energy to be a lot less Uh, in the sense that like, like a lot less uh, Aquarian like the Aquarian energy that we've had over the last four weeks has been about humanitarianism and taking care of one another and technology and how can we take care of one another through technology so through our social media through uh, newspapers through talking about things through meeting up and discussing things in groups that, that, that's been more of the energy When it goes into Pisces It's similar to that energy But it's also It's more like The emotional side So if you meet up with someone How does that person make you feel? How does The music you're listening to make you feel? How does the films that you're watching And TV shows that you're watching Make you feel? You know, and how does it make you feel? The next level is how does it make you feel about others? That's going to be the energy over the next four weeks. And we're going to discuss it a lot more over the next few, four weeks or so. So we'll talk about all of that stuff. But just be mindful over the next four weeks. It's going to be a lot about how do you interpret information? And then how do you express what you've interpreted? to the masses to other people in your life 
So that's what's going to be going on. Guys, for the topics this week, okay, let me get the laptop going. Let me get the laptop going. So I can pull up this information properly because I don't want to give you lot like some bullshit information. Let me get this all together. Okay. All right, so. Cardi. Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi released her second single this week called Up. Well, it wasn't this week. I think it was last week. Yeah, I need to definitely make sure these things are fact-checked before I even try to do a professional podcast because, bitch, what? Right. So, Cardi released the, her single, Up. And Up was released on the 5th of Feb. So, Cardi is a Libra Sun, Aries Moon. We'll learn more about that moving forward. But regarding her transits, right? Her transits are, so she's got positive-wise, she's got Jupiter conjunct Saturn. Right, so Jupiter conjunct Saturn is like, Jupiter is the planet of abundance, of growth, of uh, publishing, of uh, reach to people. And Conjunct Saturn, Saturn, as I've mentioned before, is the planet of restrictions and limitations and boundaries and blocks. So Jupiter conjunct Saturn is very conflicting energies of the two. But what happens is when they meet in the middle and they can ground, they will, they will produce something, a product, say like a song, for instance, like Cardi's Up. They will produce something that is like, a song that may have a lot of backlash and a lot of negative opinions, but yet still manages to sweep awards, collect uh, critical acclaim, do really well in the public eye. Um, genu generally, even if there is a lot of big thick figures, i.e. Saturn, authoritative figures, having a lot of negative things to say the song will still genu genuinely do well so i expect with cardi having this transit i expect that the album probably will follow after this song providing this song does well we we won't get a third single and then an album we'll probably get cardi with this single, it will do well. In the next month or so, you'll hear something about an album. 
you may hear about an album and a single release at the same time. But I reckon we're definitely going to hear about the album in the next month because this song is projected to do well. You know, she also has Venus trying her Midhaven. Your Midhaven in your chart is your career in life, where you're meant to go, what you're meant to do, how you're meant to do it, what you're what you're destined for. And Venus is popularity and beauty and music and art and all of these, you know, lovely, brilliant things that you think about. When you think about Venus, you think about, you know, the Regina George in Mean Girls. You think about that. You think about her elegance, her opulence, her attitude, her... Uh, her aura and it, that was able to attract things. That's what Venus does, right? So she's also going to have Venus. Well, she had Venus uh, trine. And a trine is a triangle. Uh, that basically means that there is a degree of um, positive energy. Like the best, the most opulent abundant energy that you can get you're getting a trine you'll only get in a trine you know a sextile is more like <laughs> i digress we won't get into that but she has a trine so she has the best kind of energy the best kind of popularity music uh ab abundant opulent energy trining a point in her birth chart that has to do with her career and her goals and her life dreams and her um, where she's meant to go in life. She has those aspects happening. So that means that this track should be one of the track, should be a track that ushers in a new energy for Cardi. An energy that is going to take her to higher heights than she's been at. Cardi has a lot of positive energy she does have a couple of negative aspects on the day but those negative aspects don't really um they don't last long they're only daily aspects so those daily aspects aren't really gonna affect the long-term effect of her putting out a project like, like a single like up for instance that is gonna last you know, people are going to be streaming that song for the next six months, year, like, that kind of, that, that needs to sit in the right energy, do you see what I'm saying, it has to, putting out a, a project like that, that you know is going to keep going for a long time, uh, has to sit at, with the right long-term transits, and she's basically got a lot of the right long-term transits in order for the song to be successful in order for it to usher in uh, the next part of what she's got planned. So that's Cardi. That's what Cardi's got going on. The weekend. Super Bowl. Now, the weekend had a lot of <laughs> backlash <laughs> because as most artists do he got a lot of backlash as I was saying 
as a lot of artists do when it comes to Super Bowl because of Beyonce 2013. Now, we all know that was pre-self-titled and we all know that the self-titled really just like gave a new life to be. But the Super Bowl was like the beginning of that and that has now become the standard for most Super Bowls after that. Ah, don't crucify me, guys. Like, I'm literally just... Let me see if I can get this shit even more. I'm trying to get this light a little bit more. Yeah, see, no, I don't like this bitch. Yeah, see, that's... That is better. It's not as great as I want it, but... Can we fix the lighting? Can I fix the lighting? Like, 